Hello beautiful humans, this is Alicia from Ethical Wellness Programs and you are listening to the Heal in Motherhood podcast, the show that combines the science of the mind-body connection and trauma research along with spiritual teachings and practical tools to help women heal their lives from the inside out and reclaim their inner goddess while showing up as the person, parent and partner they came here to be. If you like what you hear on today's show, please don't forget to leave us a review on the iTunes podcast app so that we can grow our community and impact as many women's lives as possible. Hello and welcome. I'm really excited to share this episode with you today. I've got Liana on the show and she is the creator of the Mother Lung. And this is a transformative breathwork technique that she has developed to support mothers in releasing stored and trapped emotions. And after spending years in disarray from her psychological an emotional disconnection from herself and her partner and her children. She spent four years healing herself physically, emotionally, and mentally. And she's become a slaught after generational pattern breaker for women and their families. Awesome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to be here today. Yeah, awesome. I'm so excited to have you because I believe your work is so needed. It's so powerful. Yeah, I'm really excited to just jump straight in and hear all about this mother lung and the breathwork technique that you have created to support mothers. So Mm. tell us a little bit more about that. I have created what I needed, essentially. As a mother who was, as you said in your intro, I spent a lot of years recovering from a nervous breakdown. I have two children and a a long-time marriage. I've been married for 20 years. And there was a lot of stuff in 2019 that all rose to the surface. I was in a corporate job I hated. Basically, life sucked on every level. (laughs) I couldn't find the joy in anything. I was a shell of the woman I thought I could be. Just it was a disaster, depression, everything. And from going through a massive healing journey and finding modalities, finding courses, programs, you name it, I've done it pretty much. (laughs) It was a real big shift when I finally found body work, like somatic healing work that I believe was the missing piece for me. Too many times, and for myself included, I lived in my head a lot, trying to think my way out of things, trying to think myself into healing, trying to think myself into happiness, abundance, whatever that we want to go down. And it wasn't until I actually got into my body to actually feel through the blocks, feel through the emotion that I hadn't processed, feel through all of the conversations I wish I'd had but suppressed myself from having because I was either too afraid or didn't have the confidence or like, let's just say too afraid because I've lived my life in fear my entire life. Until I was actually able to sit with myself, be in my body and feel through that, nothing I did actually stuck. Like all the courses, all the programs, all the podcasts, all the books I'd read, all of it didn't stuck because I physically didn't have the space inside of me to land. Mm. So I found breath work 
And when I say breathwork, I mean I found breathwork journeys, which took me into my body in a way that I never experienced before to develop what I always talk about now is safety and trust and a connection with myself first above everybody else. So the disconnect I was feeling wasn't necessarily with my partner and my kids. The disconnect I was feeling was with me. I'd never actually connected with myself ever. I'd never given myself time to even hear what I was thinking, how I was feeling. I would shoot my way out of everything. I would martyr myself. I would people please my way. I would busy myself. Mm. I would busy myself into dangerously disastrous places. So the breathwork component that I've now created and through my own healing journey, I incorporate deep somatic breathwork with a inner child core clearing component, which essentially means we go in and we start to heal through our inner child wounds. So all of those emotions that we've stored and carried from our childhood, which we don't know that as an adult, we're literally living from that place of hurt every single day in all of our communication, in all of our connections, in all of our relationships. And until we start to see how that has created our behavior in our adult life, Mm. then we can start to see the patterns and cycles that we're in. And once we get that awareness, that's when we can actually start to make the big moves in our life because self-awareness is key to everything. And as a busy mum, when we're so caught up in our children, in our marriages, in our partnerships, we don't take the time to actually connect with ourselves and understand ourselves on a deep level. Yeah, beautiful. There's so many things that I just resonate so hard with there. And I am loving this message because I feel like it's so important for us as mothers to take the time to slow down and be with ourselves and so many mothers feel guilty for taking this time to focus on themselves but I really 100% know in my heart that this is the only way we can show up as the parents and the mothers and the humans that we actually want to be in this lifetime because As you said, if we don't heal, we'll just keep repeating and reacting from that wounded inner child that we all have, right? And I'd really like to point out here that it doesn't matter if you had the most magical childhood in the whole world with rainbows and unicorns shining out of your butthole. You still have trauma. Everybody has trauma, whether you want to call it emotional baggage, you want to call it trauma, you want to call it inner child wounds. They all mean the same thing. And we all have it. And we spoke about this earlier, but trauma doesn't just mean things that we think of, like war or rape or abuse or alcoholic parents. The number one leading trauma is divorce and how many people live in a split home how many Mm -hmm. children grow up and their parents get divorced that's one of the leading Mm. things that impacts us the most even if we're not children even as adult children you know 
So, yeah, I just think this work is so freaking important. It's so important because as we become mothers, Mm. it's our responsibility to break that chain, to tear down those generational patterns that we are carrying intergenerationally, like the trauma from your grandmother and your mother is in our DNA. So without us even knowing it, we're actually carrying baggage or trauma or emotional trauma from generations and lineage before us. And so that's what plays out that we're actually not aware of. And all that stuff is subconscious level stuff. That's the mind stuff. And that's where breath work is the bridge between the conscious and the subconscious because we can't access that stuff unless we actually get into our body. And I guess the biggest thing for me and the biggest shift that I made, you know, I've got a 14-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old son. And when I was at the peak of my illness, she looked into my eyes one day when I was on the fetal position on the couch, depressed, couldn't be a mother to her, had been dismissive, didn't have any space to hold her and anything she was going through. And she looked in my eyes and she just said, mom, and she held my stare. And I knew in that moment that if I didn't do something about how I was feeling, how I was thinking, how I was showing up to my marriage, everything, that this cycle would go on. And my trauma, my experience would become hers. So that has been my biggest motivating factor for continuing to do this work, even when it's hard, because some days it's really damn hard. But the way that I can now hold space for my daughter because I can now hold space for myself has been the most impactful thing I have ever experienced in my life, the way that I now can have conversations, the way that I'm now present, the way that I'm now responsive and not reactive as a mother, the way that I now sit and listen. Because when you said the number one trauma is divorce, I'd go so far to say the number one trauma is not being seen and not being heard. And that starts very early on, even before parents are divorced. So I'm the oldest of four kids. My first sister came. That abandonment wound starts then. And we're carrying that through and we don't realize at 44, I sit here today, that abandonment wound plays out in my adult life if I'm not aware of it. So it's all of these things combined that are stored and trapped in our bodies. And the only way to get through that is to actually go into your body. So that's what this breathwork technique that I've created, and I've called it the mother lung for a very good reason. (laughs) breathing life from our lungs into ourself to connect with our own relationship with self so that then we can then be a role model for how our kids will connect with themselves. Beautiful. And for the listeners, they're really new to this conversation or they're really new to what body work is and what breath work is. Would you be able to just kind of explain that a little bit for us? Sure, I'd love to. My technique that I have created, developed and practiced with my clients and my girls inside the mother lung is a deep, deep connective journey into the body. There are so many techniques that I would love your listeners if they're just starting out that they can do daily as a way to connect home, as a way to actually start to regulate their nervous system in a way that feels supportive and grounded and that you start to feel safe within your own body because until we're safe within our body we're not safe within our mind that's just how it works so 
being able to slow our nervous system reactions down by deeply breathing and taking belly breaths, not from the chest. Because as mums, I mean, your listeners, do it right now. Put your hand on your chest and one on your belly and tell me where you're breathing from right now. And if you're feeling your breath shallow and light in your chest, you are in a state of fight or flight without even realising it. And so when we breathe from our chest, we literally produce cortisol, which is a stress hormone. So every day, without even realising it, without any impact of motherhood, before you even open your eyes in the morning and you look at your kids and you go to work or whatever, if you're breathing from your chest, you're in state of fight or flight, my love. And that chemical reaction, that cortisol that's being pumped through you is fucking with your, <laughs> pardon me, I'm allowed to swear here, messing around with your hormones is messing around with the whole physicality of your body in general. It's why we have so many symptoms. It's why we have so many gut health issues. I mean, I had yeah. a destroyed gut after my nervous breakdown because it was ruined, absolutely ruined. My adrenals ruined because I was constantly in this stress response. So breath work is the bridge between your subconscious mind and you're conscious. And breathing is the only thing we do both consciously and subconsciously, right? So we breathe without even thinking that's subconscious. Or we go, that's conscious. So this is why this work and breath work is so powerful because it's the bridge between the two, right? So if we can access the subconscious, we can start to change our thought patterns we can start to change and access our behavior. We can start to really be aware, self-aware of what's going on. So that's why you also, you know, you advocate for it too, like getting into that body work instead of just the thinking all the time and the doing from the head in an automatic pilot, you know, response is so yeah, important. I feel like it's really important for us as mothers because I really work with mothers that are feeling triggered by their children all the time. You know, they're super reactive. Yeah, and I guess that middle yeah. is creating that pause, right? Is the creating the pause before we respond to our children? But the practice is actually getting in our bodies because you can't just say oh, okay, and if we could, we wouldn't have this problem, right? We couldn't just say, oh, all you need to do is just pause before you respond to your children. Okay, cool, awesome, and then you go off and you do your mum's stuff. Consciously, you know you need to pause, but when you're in the moment, your body, your subconscious takes over and says, this is an emergency, we need to react, we need to run, we need to fight, we need to freeze, we need to shut down, whatever it is, right? So actually learning to get back into our bodies is the beginning part of learning how to create that sacred pause. And I think that is one of the biggest mm. tools we can have in our toolbox as mothers is being able to pause before we respond because then we can choose something different. Great. But we need to learn to actually see the signs and the symptoms and get into our bodies and really understand and, and connect with ourselves and know ourselves and see when we are going into that tipping mode, when we are starting to feel stressed or feel 
irritated or frustrated or whatever it might be. So I feel like doing these breathwork journeys as well, I know from my own experience, has been really eye-opening in like what you were saying there in shifting those patterns and going deeper, not just staying on the surface and Mm -hmm. saying, oh, next time X, Y, Z happens, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, because it's really hard to just change on that level. It's really hard and it's really hard to pause. (laughs) It's the hardest thing ever. (laughs) Because the reason why from my own experience is that we're so emotionally full in our bodies because we've trapped and stored all this suppression and depression of everything that we've kept inside our entire life, right? That our body instantly will react. It doesn't have space to pause. We have to be able to create the space to be able to feel for those cues, right? So that's why these breathwork journeys are so powerful because we're able to shed through a lot of that emotion, that stored emotion that's been blocking us you won't be able to pause. Like I was told that too. So many people said, just take a deep breath and pause. Meanwhile, my kids are <laughs> coming in the corner and I'm losing my mind because yeah. I don't have the space. I do not have the space and I don't mm. feel safe in my body because I've never actually spent any time there. So this is why all the talk therapy in the world is great. There's a place for it. Do not get me wrong. I've been in therapy for years, but it's, Talking over the same ground does not create space. You physically. And what you just said there is you've been in therapy for years. No one should be in therapy for years. No way. <laughs> if, you, you, no. if you're in therapy for no years, way. something needs to change because you're not you're not changing. Nothing right. is shifting. Right. The only time I started to get real results and real change was when I started doing breathwork journeys regularly on a, every month. Mm. Because now I'm able to take myself into places I never experienced before in my body. I have got so much space to hold my kids, so much space, because I'm now holding space for me. And in those breathwork journeys, that's what we do. We hold space for ourselves to connect with ourselves, to develop safety to develop trust. Once you do that with yourself, then you can do that with your partner. Then you can do that with your children. Before we think we're mothering, we're not mothering. We're on autopilot and we're just reactive. We're reacting to motherhood. We're not responding to it. That is a massive shift. There's a pandemic, let's be honest. There's a pandemic of busy mums. And I was that mother. I was in a corporate job. I was working from eight till six every day. I'd come home. I had a booze problem because I was numbing myself out, right? I'd get home. I'd walk in the door. I didn't have the space to talk to my kids, feel what my kids would do. I missed so much of my kids' lives because I was not present. I was not connected to myself. I had no idea what was going on. I was on autopilot, just surviving. And that's horrible for any child to go through and any mother or any woman that shouldn't be how it is that shouldn't be the experience I'm super passionate about this work I'm super passionate about telling Mm. mums there is another way there really is another way is it going to be challenging is it going to hurt is it going to be painful fuck yes yes 
It is. But what you get to do is turn that pain, that challenge into your greatest power, a superpower, and you get to show your children, in particular Mm. our girls, because they may go down the line of becoming a mother one day. So how do you want her to show up for her kids? You've got to become the embodiment of that. Gorgeous, beautiful. I love that. So if there is a mum out there, which I'm sure there is right now listening, who really would like to get started on her journey but doesn't know where to start, what would you say is something that they could do or could they reach out to you or what would be kind of that first step, do you think? I am absolutely more than happy for any of your listeners to reach out to me. They can find me on Instagram. That's my home. It's where I hang out. They can drop into my DMs, send me a message. I am more than happy to speak about this. I have all kinds of different things that I can support you with if a breathwork journey is too much to start with, right? I have just become a wholesaler for the Shift Komoso breathing tool. It's an actual tool that I have around my neck and I have on my wrist at the moment that Alyssa can see. It enables you to hold on to something. It grounds you by holding and physically feeling, touching that you've got some sort of confirmation in your hand that you can feel, that you can breathe into. So those moments when your children are all up in your grill and you're starting to feel super reactive, if you've got something on yourself, right, if you've got something that you can hold, that you can then start to calm your nervous system down because that's what we essentially want to do, right? You were talking about pause before. And able to have that pause, these tools massively shift you. That's why they're called the shift, so that you can actually give yourself that pause and then respond to your kids. So I have things that I can help you with. Also, just knowing take a deep breath, take yourself out of the room, throw yourself into a pillow, my love, and scream your lungs out. And that way, you are actually saying to your kids, hey, mommy just needs five. I just need five. You're showing your kids how you make that pause, how you shift your energetic and emotional state, and then show them how to do the same. I'm feeling really angry right now. I'm feeling, I don't know what I'm feeling right now, but I'm just, I know that I'm really, really highly strung and my body's screaming at me. Go to a pillow in your bedroom, scream. If I told you how many times I've done that throughout four years and still do, you'd lose your mind. It's the most simplest and easiest technique and then come back to your breath, like get in your body. But by screaming into a pillow, you're in your body, okay? You're out of your head and you're in your body. And this is about simplifying. You might go, oh, is that all? (laughs) Yeah, that's all. (laughs) That's all you have to do to create a pause right? To feel like, okay, cool. I got rid of that. I'm good now. I'm good. I've got this. And then reach out for help. I'm more than happy to take you on a journey and to really start talking about this. I have a membership where I've got women doing this work so that you're not alone in doing this because this is big work. Motherhood is big, big, big work, big work. And any mother who is consciously trying to improve herself for herself and her children and her relationships with herself, with her partner, with her kids, like we need support. We actually need a village. We do. 
because sometimes we don't have the mother figure in our life. I have a mother figure. I had a um, a childhood similar to what you said, like there was nothing major in my childhood. There was no abuse. I was loved. We had things. We didn't want for anything, right? Yet the trauma I have sustained from a myriad of experiences is crazy. And my mother never held me, ever. She she doesn't know how because her mother didn't know how to hold space for her, emotionally I'm talking about. Physically, all the space in the world. Emotionally, my mother does not know how to do that. Of course I didn't know how to do that for myself because I've never seen it modelled to me. And that is the big thing I would love your listeners to take away from this today, that you are the role model right now. Whether we like it or not, our kids don't listen to what we say. They watch what we do. They watch what we do. What are you doing? Or what are you not doing? That's where we start to really shift. Yes, that's so powerful and I deeply believe that because, yeah, they pick up things that, you're not even aware of that you do (laughs) and this is how they mirror us right this is how they are our healers because they just mirror that stuff back to us (laughs) my kids are teenagers right now and the stuff that I have been going through in the past 12 months alone because that mirror remember I only started my healing journey four years ago my girl was 11 yeah there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of unparenting and reparenting and parenting mm. that I'm doing all at once. And so that's why the membership, the mother lung is so important to me because I mm. get to now be held by other mothers as well as me holding them. Like there's no hierarchy here. We're all equal. We're all the same. And I think that's really important to remember because every mother is going through their own journey, whether they tell you about it Absolutely, or not. Absolutely, yes. I was one of those mums that needed to be seen as doing it all perfect. I'm a recovering perfectionist and still very much on that journey Mm -hmm. within motherhood and business. And I catch myself doing things all the time. And now I have a giggle because I never would have called myself a perfectionist before I realized I was one, you know, and that's where it all comes back to this deep self-awareness is because we're so unaware of ourselves and we don't always resonate with these terms of like victimhood, you know, I used to have a lot of victim stories, but I never would have said I was a victim and I never would have said I was a perfectionist. Yeah. But yeah, my actions were saying something very different because they were unconscious to me. Yeah. And until we make that unconscious conscious, we can't heal it. So that really is where the journey begins is with this deep self-awareness and actually being willing to put our hand up and say, I'm, I'm willing to see myself. I'm willing to do the work, you know, I'm willing to be seen. And that's why our kids trigger us the most because they're showing us exactly the places we need to go to heal <laughs> and it hurts. Believe me, for any of your listeners that have got teenagers right now, it hurts a lot. It hurts a lot. But this is where you've got to be able to see that you can mm. transmute that feeling into something bigger if you choose. You can choose to be triggered and super reactive and yell and scream and mm. how dare you or whatever. Or you can choose to go, okay, I see myself really hard right now. I'm going to love on me so hard mm. for the woman that I once was. That compassion needs to be on self-level 
right? This gets to become an, a little bit less hard when you start doing this kind of body work more and more and more. Like you start to give yourself a lot of compassion and then you start to offer compassion everywhere else because until you have compassion for yourself, baby girl, you don't have compassion for anyone. You might think you do, but if you're not doing it to yourself, if you're not the embodiment of that, <laughs> do I dare I say it, then you're not compassionate enough Yeah, for yourself. And I think everybody that I've ever met, myself included, has been living from a place of not enoughness. We feel guilty because we don't think we're enough, we didn't do enough, we didn't say enough. The mother guilt and not enoughness is so huge and we've really got to start to combat that by really giving ourselves a lot of love, a lot of love, and that takes time and it takes patience and dedication. Yeah, and I feel like we could ramble on all day here, but we are going to wrap this up and I'm going to put all of your details on how to contact you and get in touch with you in the show notes. But thank you for coming on and sharing your truth with us and your passion. And I just love what you do. And it so aligns with my work and what I do as well. And I just feel that this message is really super important. So yeah, mums, if you need help, please reach out, get on a call, reach out in DMs or Instagram or whatever. Don't be afraid to say, I'm struggling. Even if you don't know what it is that you're struggling with and you just need to chat, you know, do it. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise you just keep going around in circles. So thank you for being here and sharing. Thank you for having me. It was a real honour today to, to share my journey and my passion with you. Yeah. Thank you, sweetheart. And yeah, thank you listeners all for being here. Thank you for sharing your time with us. We know time is precious. (laughs) And yeah, we will see you all next week. Namaste. 